Hey guys, thank you so much for tuning in to the Survivor Now podcast. The content is coming up shortly, but first we got to pay some bills. Okay, we are so excited to tell you guys about this great partnership we now have with our good friend Katie over at Katie Tedesco Art. Since 2015, Katie has been running the original Survivor fan shop where she creates Survivor trading cards, Survivor idol keychains, Big Brother keys, and more. We have been huge fans of hers ever since we started ordering our own items. We're huge fans of the Survivor trading cards. I even got my favorite, John Cochran. You can order them in packs, say an entire season, or you can also order your favorite Survivor Castaways cards in individual packs as well. The items come in a timely manner and are handled with care to make sure you, as a customer, are never disappointed. You can check out all of her cool work over at our Etsy site. The link is in our Instagram bio, so just head on over, let her know Survivor Now sent you, and give her a follow. You can find her on Insta, at Katie Tedesco Art. That's all one word, and that's Katie Tedesco, T-E-D-E-S-C-O, Art. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to come and share a few words with me. Um, it was, I had high hopes for you this season. I don't know if you saw, I know uh, you've kind of followed us and everything we've been posting. I, I had high predictions. I think I predicted you top eight. So I was super sad to see you go. And once you were out there, I'm like, I love Mimi. She, you're not afraid to speak your mind. You're not afraid to, you don't back down from people when you disagree with them. And we're going to get into some of that. But I wanted to start this off on a positive note, because I know everyone's going to be going the hand in the cookie jar. I know you're going to answer so many questions about that. But not only did that moment happen this this episode, but you also had a challenge beast moment this this episode as well. It came down to you and Paige and the water challenge, and whoever won that got the cookie jar for their tribe. So Mimi, I want to know what's it like to be a challenge beast? How was how did that moment feel for you once you you won the cookies for the tribe? It felt amazing. It really felt like it was a moment for myself to prove myself as a newbie. Uh, yeah. And that particular challenge, it felt like I hulked out a little bit, you know, you did. I, um, I thought she the, had you for a second. Yeah, you did. Didn't, didn't she, didn't you? Um, I actually remember that challenge like it was yesterday. So I actually remember me being in the water and what I was thinking and how I was trying to pull. Um, but yeah, I have a lot of power in my legs. So that's what I used and got there in the end. How, so, I mean, Australian Survivor is known for like the physical challenges and being super tough. I mean, we saw it first challenge. Someone was already hurt. Two castaways were already hurt. So are, do the challenges live up to what they look like, you know, on the show or are they even tougher? Um, look, they're tough when you don't have good teamwork, which mm. we didn't have as well. So in the midst of that, we had hate. Um, in Samoa and we had heat and then rain and then heat and then rain. So everything all combined. Yes, it was absolutely super tough, but always got through, but obviously, yeah, have a losing streak going on. Yeah. I, I was wondering about that and I've been asking about it. The villains tribe seems to, something is not connecting and 
it's just not coming together when it matters when it comes to those immunity challenges. So from your perspective, why do we feel like the villains are really struggling to get it done when they need to? Well, so as you said, we're winning individual challenges, rewards challenges, and we're losing team challenges. So we're really good on the strategic side. We know who to pin against who. But then when it comes to working together, we just really don't, we don't have that glue between us. And I think it kind of speaks for how the dynamic is with the tribe at the moment, with alliances. So you have Liz and Shawnee, you have Simon and Geordie, and then you have the rest of us who are kind of waiting to see what happens. And of course we lost Jackie and Anjali, so, and Michael too. Um, yeah, we're just a little bit scattered. No, it definitely makes sense. And you, you're leading me right into the next question. I'm like, you're too good at this. Uh, my, <laughs> my next question was literally, um, you mentioned those alliances, right? That are starting to form. You guys, correct me if I'm wrong, but we're on like day seven, day eight, around that area at this point. Yeah. Who was your closest ally out there? This is something we really didn't see. Was there a, a part of the villains tribe that that is where Mimi fit in to, to the greater picture? I don't think I fit in anywhere. Um, but what I had so far, I guess, my alliances were with Fraser and George. So with George, we actually did connect from day one. Um, but I feel like from my side, I just didn't, I didn't confirm our alliance with him quick enough. I wish I was quicker with that decision. Um, and yeah, with Fraser, it was a bit of a weird one because we were very aligned and we were always together in the sense that we, we spoke to each other about what was happening. But then I did slowly see that Geordie was kind of bringing him into that alliance just before I was getting eliminated. Um, so I didn't trust him 100%. No, I, I mean... First off, how do you trust anyone on the villains tribe? I mean, that's a question in itself. But you mentioned George, and I find this interesting. We definitely had a, mem or a moment between you and George back when you guys got to raid the heroes camp um, where George wanted to tear down this shelter, this beautiful shelter that the heroes constructed while everyone else just kind of wanted to focus on the food. And from what we saw, you were really the vocal point on hey, like, this is a long game. We need to focus on relationships. So was everyone kind of leaning towards George's side or did everyone kind of rally behind you in that moment to say, what are we doing, George? Let's just take the food and go. Oh, no. The only person that probably even slightly agreed with me was Shani. Everybody else was, raid the camp, steal everything, take everything, wreck everything. Um, so yeah, that was definitely a moment and I just couldn't help myself, to be honest. And also I was so surprised that George even listened to me. So I thought that was a win in itself. <laughs> well, I was, I was definitely saying, I'm like, somehow she convinced everyone not to do it because I was fully expecting. I'm like, villain tribe going in here, you know, you, you have all these returning players, you've been on a losing streak. So it was just perfectly set up to ruin the camp. And I was, I was definitely waiting to see if it was going to end up happening in the end. You guys just totally tear the camp apart. Yeah. And the next day when we got to the next challenge, I was actually anticipating that the heroes would be upset with us, but they were actually quite happy with us. So I was like, Oh, thank God. Um, Funny how that yeah. works out. <laughs> you yeah. steal all their food and they're like, oh, it's fine. It's fine. Well, we didn't steal all their food, did we? No, so we, you left, left. we left some behind. Yeah. <laughs> and left their shelter intact, which was, I think, the key. 
Uh, yeah, yeah, definitely the shelter. It would have been super interesting if you guys did end up tearing it down to see how they would have reacted then. Um, so outside, we got to talk a little bit outside the game. You're you're used to living in the fast lane, right? I had to get a car reference in there, Mimi. <laughs> I had to. Uh, now back back in the game, uh, in terms of tr- strategy around the camp, would you say? that people are taking this game in a, let me get my words here. Is, is the gameplay moving at a fast pace or has it kind of, is everyone kind of being cautious at the moment, making sure, because we saw it kind of ruin Michael's game where he came out, he wanted to get George right away. Um, Angeli was out there trying to make some moves. So what's the pace of the game at this moment? Is everyone kind of watching, you know, trying to gather numbers or is the game moving at a fast pace? I think it changes in every single moment. So I don't think there's one speed. I think sometimes it goes super fast when it needs to. And then at other times you've got to know or at least vibe when to pull back. Um, But that's hard to do because obviously we did see who's been eliminated so far is that they've gone against the grain and not really matched up with the rest of the tribe. Um, So I think that's a skill in itself. But yeah, it's really tough out there because your emotions, your hunger, the anxiety, the sleepless nights, it all adds up. Oh, you're telling me it's not super fun to sleep in the sand and starve? Like, I couldn't even imagine being out there. Like, was this a whole new experience for you? I don't know how much camping you do outside, but was this a whole new experience? And what brought you to the game of Survivor? What made you want to go out there and compete on this show? You know what? I actually really surprised myself. The survival part, so sleeping on the ground, being cold, not eating much, the fire, that whole thing. I was actually, I definitely think I could have gone for 47 days. It didn't really bother me. What bothered me was more so, I think, the social aspect, which I completely did not think that that would. Um, Because going in there, I feel like I lost my personality a little bit at times. I think I retreated at times um, and kind of isolated myself sometimes as well. But what brought me to the game is that I love a good challenge. I think Survivor is the ultimate test. It is such a great social experiment and people surprise themselves all the time. I almost think that the game at the beginning brings a little bit out of the dark side out of everyone, something something a little bit um, dark from their personality. So I think that's really interesting as well. It's funny you say that because that's not the first time that I've heard someone, actually Nina, when we spoke with her last year, she mentioned that it wasn't as hard as you think that the actual survival part of the game, it's more about keeping yourself in your own mentality and not letting it get to you. So it's interesting to hear that. Uh, We have to get, we do have to get to the cookie jar. So I'll go ahead and ask about it. So you had Liz- rising up it was a super cool shot super uh memorable shot where she's rising up behind you and she sees you diving into the cookies and it's kind of like the undertaker rising up wrestling reference there um but did you have any idea in that moment that you might have been caught i know on screen it looked like you were oblivious to it but did you have any sense of someone might have caught you going through the cookies So I didn't feel like anybody would catch me, especially not Liz, because I told her that I was going to do it before I Mm. did it. So she already knew that I was going to reach in. Um, And yeah, I asked her, whispered if I should do it. And she said, yes. So I did it. Um, But that didn't come through. And of course, at Tribal Council, you would have seen her just being the witness and not so much an accomplice as she was, I guess. 
I mean, I have to applaud you for everyone at home. Like Mimi doesn't have lights showing her where the cookies are. It, it has to be pitch black out there. So just it to was. even get up in the middle of the night and, you know, find your way over there and then start looking. I mean, how how hard was it to kind of how like much did you dig into the cookies? Because we did see there was eventually something there at the end. Um, but uh, how much did you dig? It was middle of the night, so I don't blame you whatsoever. It had to be as dark. You couldn't see your hand in front of your face type dark. Yeah, I can't even explain to you what went through my head in that moment because I was trying to figure out how to get the little um, the little latch open mm-hmm. without it making a noise <laughs> and then the lid and then putting it back in and intact. That was the hardest part for me. Um, I dug my hand all the way through because I I made sure if I was going to reach in, I have to get to the bottom. And I actually got in there twice because I wanted to go again. Um, But unfortunately, I couldn't believe that I didn't see that, whatever that little thing was in there. Um, Yeah, I was really gutted. That really killed me seeing that Simon pick that up. I mean, let me just say, I think you have every right to dig in the cookie jar because once again, you won the cookie jar, so you can do whatever you want with it. Uh, let's, I should have just chipped it upside down. <laughs> if you dumped them out, I mean, oh my gosh. I mean, if you found something, it doesn't matter, but man, that would have been very iconic in itself. Just wake up the next morning and be like, oh my gosh, someone dumped the cookies over. Who, who would have uh, done that? I, the next morning <laughs> was like that. I remember the next morning when we woke up, Jordy was like, oh that's weird. All the cookies have degraded. And I was like, that is weird. It must be the moisture in Samoa. Must be. They were so caught up on the cookies being smushed. I was like, I feel like I wouldn't even notice that. I would just still be baffled that we have cookies that I wouldn't even care. I'd be like, you know, it's just crumbs, whatever. Let's eat it. Um, Seriously. (laughs) Heading to tribal council, right? So what we saw was the plan was it was going to be Stevie and obviously Simon had this plan to vote out George and possibly blindside him as you're heading the tribal. Was that the plan that you were told Stevie is the direction we're going? And did it appear as like a unanimous vote? Uh, going into tribal, I was 70% sure it was going to be Stevie. I wasn't sure um, because of all the conversations we had, I knew it could swing many different ways. And I knew that day it was between George, Stevie and myself. And evidently at tribal that changed many times. So yeah, it was chaotic. I was, I was very, I was wondering why you didn't get up and take part in kind of the live tribal. You had some, some amazing words where you're like, I don't need to do this. Like, I don't see the need to, to fight or what I can't quote you off the top of my head and I'm not trying to put words in your mouth. Uh, but why didn't you kind of get up once people started moving around and maybe you did and we just didn't see it in the edit. So I'm interested to hear how tribal went down for you. Yeah. You know what? And this is, um, obviously me being a newbie, but I actually didn't know you could do that. Mm. I didn't know you could get up in tribal and change your plans, you know, from what it was previously planned. Um, But yeah, tribal was intense. I had whispers behind me. I was just trying to keep my cool. I didn't want to panic. I didn't want to um, say anything or act in a particular way that I would have regretted later based on a temporary feeling. So I was just trying to breathe through it and remain calm and whatever, whatever was will be. So, yeah. 
we love to look, um, we have just a few more minutes here to ask our last couple of questions. We love to look past the game because you guys do have your everyday lives and we get to see a small glimmer of your lives on the island, but it's while you're starving and living in terrible conditions and stuff like that. So I want to know, even after this whole experience for you, what are you taking away from this like once in a lifetime journey to play on Survivor? Um, you mean learning about myself or the game? Uh, learning about uh, however you take it, learning about yourself in a way, or overall from this experience, what are you taking away? Um, that I think overall, you really can, you know, you really can do anything that you put your mind to, um, before going to Survivor. If you had told me that I could go under the conditions that we did, do all the challenges, play the game. I just didn't think that that would have been possible. But when you're in it, the adrenaline's pumping. You're there for a reason. That's your purpose. Uh, you just go with it and you, you know, you do what you have. You do, sorry, you make do with what you have. So um, definitely learned that humans are very adaptable. And also, you know, I really think that the game brings past triggers up in people. And I think that's what, makes the game so great is because you see all these emotions rise up and probably issues and traumas that people have dealt with in the past that they relive hence they bring it out in the game so any insecurities any dark times any um yeah anything that they've gone through in the past which you can definitely witness in humanity uh well i i think you killed it and i love that answer uh that what you took away from the game overall uh, were you happy to end up being a villain? Because I was thinking at one point when you were standing up against George, I'm like, should Mimi have been on the Heroes Tribe over here? Were you, were you happy with your placement? Did it matter to you? I mean, I definitely would have loved to play in the Heroes Tribe because, you know, they didn't go to tribal for the first 11 days. <laughs> you would so. still be in the game right now, yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, you know, but maybe I think I needed to be there for the villains to bring that reason of voice, um, voice of reason. And yeah, maybe hopefully they learned something. <laughs> Very last question we'd love to ask. Would you ever play again, Mimi? Absolutely. I would play again in a heartbeat. I definitely think I barely touched my potential. Um, I, yeah, definitely have more to bring to the game. I think I would have played very strategically, hopefully. Would love to see you back and on a tribe that doesn't have to go back to tribal council three straight times in a row. <laughs> Mimi uh, wouldn't wish that on anyone. Any <laughs> Next time you deserve better, I swear. Thank but thank you. thank you so much for coming on and speaking with me and best of luck with everything. Would love to speak with you again sometime. Thank you so much. I really enjoyed this. Thank you. Have a wonderful day, Mimi. You too.